Welcome to Six Pack. I'm your host, Erin Inselman. This is an uncut show that supports parents in the enjoyment of raising children and having the fire and spirit to do life, with a side of sarcasm and humor, of course. I'm a mom of six, a wife, and a business owner in the health and fitness industry. Each week, myself and other experts will be sharing pointers and stories on parenting, self-growth, health and fitness, and relationships. Join me for this real and raw show dedicated to sharing tips, tribulations, and the triumphs of everyday life. Hello, welcome back. Thank you for joining me again for another episode of Six Pack. Have you ever felt like you don't have enough time in your day or you've been waiting and waiting for something for so long and it's just taking so much time for it to happen for you? I thought maybe we would talk about getting our time back. Or some maybe some tips that I have or secrets for mastering time management. Like, have you ever really felt like time is controlling you? Have you ever felt that you don't have a time to get everything done in a day? Tasks at work that you have to complete, whether it's getting things around your house done, whether it's taking kids different places, something as simple as even enough time to maybe do your meal prep or do things for yourself. But as far off into the future as not being able to feel like you have the time to pursue the dreams and the goals and desires that you wish. So many times we feel like we don't have enough time to get done the things that we want to get done. Or on the flip side of it, that we always feel like we're waiting for something. Maybe you're waiting for a big event to happen. You're waiting for a wedding or you're waiting for that last trimester of your pregnancy to get over so that you can finally meet your baby for a certain stage of your life to finish so the next stage of your life can begin. The interesting thing about time, though, is that time is a measurement. The measurement of time never changes. It stays exactly the same. But it's our perception of time that does. So let's talk about getting some of our time back. Maybe some different things that we can do to help plan and prioritize or declutter or being more effective and more efficient with our time. Often, we focus on our to-do list and not why we're wanting to get something done. So a few episodes ago, I spoke of a model that I use on a weekly basis. And this was a model that I learned that was derived by Tony Robbins. It's called the RPM model, the Rapid Planning Method. And I am actually going to repost that on my website. And then it'll also be in the show notes as well so that you can access that if you want to. So this method called the RPM model, this helps me put things in a category. It helps me plan things, but more importantly, it helps me add value to why it is that I want to accomplish, whether it's just those day-to-day tasks or whether it's actually real goals, long-term goals that I have for myself. So it's allowing me to set myself up for success for the week. In fact, that's a term that one of my mentors, Luke Wren, he was actually an individual that we had met over a year ago at Life and Wealth, and he actually leads the Anthony Robbins Life and Wealth events. And we've been able to talk to Luke now on a weekly basis and have him coach us through some of the things that we're working through in business and in life. But he likes to refer to this, and he's tweaked it again also himself a little bit, Because I I feel like sometimes when we get a model that it is important to, you know, follow that model. But I also know that 
it is helpful for ourselves to make it our own. And I listen to Luke and I do like the phrase that he uses where he takes this model and uses it on, it's his Sunday setup for success. And I think I had spoken in one of my previous episodes that this is actually what I do on Sundays as well. And I just, I've made a PDF for you if you want to use that, but I also do it on my phone as well so that it's with me all the time. But on Sundays I sit down and I, you know, go through whether it's just my to-dos that I need to do for that week and I put a time factor to it. And then also, again, like I said, my long-term goals so that I make sure that I'm keeping myself on track. And this is just one method that I use because I don't know about you, but if I don't have a plan, then my calendar for that week controls me instead of me being in control. So a couple other things that I do to try to help with my time management is I try not to start my day on my phone. Checking email, DMs, messages, um, all those are extremely important. And especially, you know, in your jobs and if you own a business and just keeping in contact with people. But that first 30 minutes at least of my day, I feel should be devoted to me. And so I know sometimes we're worried that we maybe have missed something while we were sleeping, but I guarantee that if you put your phone down and set some boundaries for yourself, we'll feel more in control. But by checking our phone, as soon as we get up in the morning, what we're really doing is we are actually giving control of our time and our mental energy to others. When starting the day should really be about what you want to accomplish. So when I take that time to focus on what I want to accomplish and revisit what my RPM model is or my plan is for the week, and I read it and reread it daily, I focus on why I chose those tasks and what it means to me to accomplish those things. It helps me stay focused. It helps me stay on track. And it simply gives me ways to check things off so that I know that I'm completing those things that I need to on a day-to-day basis and a weekly basis to value myself and to value my time. So within my RPM model, I also prioritize those things. And prioritizing is a must for me because when I prioritize, it helps me tackle the most difficult things first and actually the things that require the most energy. So sometimes what we want to do naturally is put those things off or procrastinate those things that are going to take a lot of time or those things that are more difficult for us because it's nice to accomplish all these little tiny things and we feel that success. But for me, one thing that is more powerful is that usually the things that's going to be the most difficult thing for me during that day is the thing that's causing me the most stress. So, and if it's causing me a lot of stress, then that means it's taking away a lot of energy from myself. So things that are stressing me out, whether it's a project or a deadline, or whether I just feel like I need to sit and brainstorm on how to maybe reorganize something, whether it's reorganizing my team at work or reorganizing something that's happening and going on at work, or even if it's just in my family life on how to reorganize maybe some time that I have with relationships or how to even just reorganize my closet at home or, you know, reorganizing the kids' toys. So things like that that actually are causing me the most stress and taking the most energy from me are the things that I want to head on first in my day. Because once I do that, it just 
takes this weight off of my shoulders and I feel a lot lighter. I feel more energized. And so many times when I do this, I'm actually more productive and more creative in my day. I feel a lot more in line and I definitely feel more energized. This next tip is actually a really big one for me. So this is assigning someone else to do something for you. This was something, and it's something that I continue to still need to work on. But as I have let go of this, I have noticed I've gotten so much more time back in my life. And I still have a long ways to go. And there's still, I have a long list of things that I'm still working for on giving someone else something to do other than myself always taking it on. So it's kind of a work in progress for me. But let me kind of give you some examples of this, or at least let you have my perspective on where I was at with this. So I really struggled with allowing someone else to do something. One, because I had been used to doing it for so long. I had my way of doing it. It was just faster and it was easier if I did it and I was able to get it done. And I think that was the biggest thing that I was caught up on is that it was not so much that I didn't, that I cared if someone else did it differently than I did, but it was more the aspect of, I felt that it was going to take me time to actually show someone else what I wanted to be done or the way that I wanted it to be done. But what I realized was that it really only would sometimes take 30 minutes to an hour or just a couple different sessions that I would set aside. So let me give you a couple examples of what I'm talking about. So as you know, we own our own business and there are certain tasks that, you know, as a business owner that you probably do on a day-to-day basis or even with your own employment or even at home that you really don't need to do, that there is someone else that could lend a hand that wants to lend a hand, that's willing to lend a hand and wanting to learn. What I was struggling with is that I wouldn't take that time to actually train someone or teach someone on how to do a task so that it would give me more time and free up my time. So what I decided to do is those little tasks like at work, I would just block out in my calendar 20 minutes at a time, you know, and it maybe would only take two or three sessions. And then I would work with one of our employees on training them on a task. And then from there, they would take it over. And it was absolutely amazing to me that I was so stuck on myself and so stuck in my own sense of time and my own ego and my own faults that if I just would have done that a long time ago, I wouldn't have caused myself nearly the amount of headaches. And so by doing that, it actually ends up freeing up more time. It empowers our employees so that then if we are never, you know, if we aren't at the office or if we do decide to take a vacation, then they actually know what to do and can pick up right where we would maybe have left off and then things don't, you know, skip a beat at work. And the same thing can happen at home as well. I think many times, especially as females, that we like to do everything or that we are used to doing everything. And part of that is just giving up that control and allowing someone else to help us out or assigning someone else to do the task. So what are some other ways that we can assign someone else to do something? And some of these things are on my vision board that I am actually working towards. And there are, I have a number of friends that do a couple of these things and it's super simple. And the first thing is having someone come in and clean your house. There are so many wonderful companies out there that this is their livelihood, 
that they want to come into your home and they want to make it, you know, as clean as possible for you. And I was just talking to one of my friends actually this weekend, and we were talking about, you know, getting some of our time back and everything. And I said, you know, one of the things that I would like is to have somebody come in, you know, once a week and just do a run through, you know, on my house, like wipe down my baseboards and, you know, just make sure that like things are dusted, the fans are dusted, that the windows are clean, that the bathrooms are taken care of. And one of my girlfriends had said, she said, well, I have somebody come in twice a month. And she said, it only cost me $60 every time. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? When you think about the time value and she's like, I love it. I love it when I come home and I come home to a clean house. Of course you have to pick up, you know, your stuff. There's that kind of that joke that when you have someone come and clean your house that you're actually, you actually have to pre-clean your house before someone comes in because you actually have to get it ready because, you know, your cleaning crew is coming that next day. And this was something that I think that maybe it was just kind of the way that I was raised was that I can do it myself. I don't need someone else to come in and help me clean my house. That's my responsibility. That's something that I don't need to be paying someone to do. And I love the fact that my sister actually has someone come in and clean their house every week. And that is my goal. My goal is to work towards to where I can provide it in my monthly budget that I would have someone come in once a week and clean my house. And a lot of people say, oh my gosh, once a week? Like, no, why wouldn't you just do either twice a month or even just once a month? But when you have this many people living in your house and you have a great Pyrenees that has an abundance of hair everywhere. I'm already vacuuming twice a day as it is just to maintain her, all of her hair that she sheds. But if I could have somebody come in and do that task for me once a week, I know just mentally, emotionally, my energy would be so much better. So that is definitely something that I am working for. And a few months ago, as just a thank you to my mom for so many of the things that she has done for us, I had had some a company come in and do a deep clean on her house. It was kind of right before the holidays. I knew she was going to have a lot of people in and out of the house. And I also know how my mother is about wanting to have things in a certain order. And I was a little hesitant to do this because I knew that she would have the perception that she doesn't need anyone else to come and help her, that this was something that she could do on her own. And not only that, but just someone that you don't know coming into your house and cleaning. But I knew it was something that, my goodness, that I would love. And so it was a gift that I wanted to give my mom. So this wonderful group of women, this crew came in and they spent almost the entire day on her house from, like I said, wiping down the walls to the baseboards, to her kitchen cabinets, to every corner of every piece of tile in the bathroom, to polishing her wood floors, to cleaning her fans and her windows. And I could tell that she felt so good about it when it was done because one, she did not have to take that time to do it. And from then on, now she actually has someone come and do her house just one time a month because it is just she and my dad that, you know, that live there. So she now has somebody come in once a month and clean her house for her. And I can tell that she is really glad that she did that. And I'm so excited for when I will be able to do that as well. So another thing is I do have also a friend who has the laundry service that actually has their laundry taken out and it will be cleaned for them and folded and dropped back off. 
And can you imagine the way that that would feel, how awesome that would be to just put your laundry out on your front porch, have somebody take it, fold it, and bring it back? Honestly, how much time in your life, in your week, do you think that you would get back if you had somebody cleaning your house and if you had somebody doing your laundry? And then to add it on top of that, what if somebody came and mowed your lawn and you didn't have to do that either? I guarantee that would probably be 20 hours, I feel like, if I added it up, that I would get back in my week if I didn't have to do those three things. And I would probably be a much happier person. So all those three things are on my vision board. All of those three things are things that I am working towards and I know are coming here in the very near future. But since I don't have those things right now, here are things, I have enough people in my house that here are some different ways that we have made some different assignments for the kids and for my husband and myself to get some of those things done. We have created a schedule in our house. One, because of the just amount of people that we have in the house. It's just this kind of schedules always make things a little bit easier and in order for us to run. So we have a schedule. And if it is your day of the week, for example, my day is Monday. So On Mondays, that is my laundry day to do my own personal laundry. No one else can be doing their own personal laundry that day. The only thing that other laundry that can be done is if I have like towels that I'm doing or sheets or bedding or something like that that needs to be done. Otherwise, that day is designated for me to do my personal laundry. It is also my day to cook dinner that night. And so everyone has an assigned night, including, you know, up until up to the the second grader. Everyone has an assigned night that it is their night to do dinner for that night as well. So it is also your night to take the dog on a walk. Everyone has a designated night. So on the refrigerator, I have a it's actually just a magnet that I had gotten like off of Amazon And it has the days of the week on it and to where, you know, you can, it's really just a menu planning one. Then I got little magnets for it. So each person has their own designated day. So for example, everyone has a certain day. I am Monday, one of the kids is Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then Brian and I pick up a couple extra days. So by Sunday, the kids have to have what they're deciding they're making for dinner for that week. And then I have another list next to the refrigerator to where if there are certain ingredients that they want or that they need for whatever they're making dinner for, that has to be on the list. Otherwise, like I said, I have three that are old enough, then it's their responsibility to run to the store and get the things that they need. So on that day that you were assigned, it is your laundry day. It is also the day that you are cooking dinner for the family. And it is also the day that you take the dog on the walk in the evening. I take the dog on the walk every morning. And now we're all sharing the responsibility of making sure the dog gets a walk in the evening as well. The other thing I do is I order my groceries online. I know right now with COVID, sometimes it's a little hard to get things like the next day because everybody's ordering their groceries online right now. And so as that list continues to grow during the week and the kids have decided what they are making for dinner, I just go through my click list order. There's so many different companies right now that actually are even waiving delivery fees and everything like that. So if you can get planned ahead of time and order your groceries, it is a huge time saver. 
I did not realize how much time I was actually taking in the grocery store until I has consistently started ordering my groceries online. And it has, like I said, been a game changer for me. I know a lot of people like to pick out their own produce and everything like that, but I would say explore some of the different supermarkets that you have out there and see which one that you feel is giving the best service. One thing, the grocery store that I order from, anytime I have produce or anything, they have a little comment section in there to where I can even add a comment to where maybe if I had before gotten a batch of bananas that were bruised or that were like overly ripe, I can specifically put in there what I'm looking for or please be careful, you know, making sure that all the strawberries that you're giving me that none of them have mold on them. I feel that I've been pretty fortunate with ordering online. There's been a couple little incidences, but I don't let it really get to me. Or the grocery store that I go through, actually, if they're out of something, I will get a text message a couple hours before I pick up my order and it has the substitutions to where I can accept the substitutions or I can decline the substitutions. So if I accept the substitutions, usually it's a brand that is of equal or better quality, or they will increase the amount that they will give me to make it so that the consumer actually feels that they are getting more because they're actually out of the product. There's been a few cases that they've just been completely out and there's no way that they can substitute. And that is what it is, because it would be the same thing if I were actually walking in the grocery store and they were out of something. So I don't get too bent out of shape about any of that stuff. But I will say that that has definitely been something that has given me some time back. Another thing in regards to food that has given me time back is I know a lot of people that do meal prep. I am not very good at meal prep, but what we do is we do snack prep. And what I found with snack prep is that it actually helps us so we're not eating as much processed snacks and that we're eating a little bit healthier. And so we'll just kind of do a little assembly line. And I mean, this is something that the two-year-old even helps with. I just get the little individual snack baggies And I get the small snack-sized peppers you can get in a baggie, and we just kind of slice up peppers and carrots and cucumbers and tomatoes, and we do a variety of just different kinds of baggies, or I'll put granola in some, and or the little cube cheeses and pretzel sticks or something like that. And then those are all ready to go in the baggies, and then we just set them in the refrigerator, and it's easier for the kids to grab or set them in the pantry. It's easier for them to grab so that they're not eating as many processed snacks, but at the same time, it's simple and it's fast and it's prep. And so when I'm on my way out the door, the kids are on their way out the door to go to work or to a practice or something like that. It's super easy to grab. And I know that it's something that's healthy for them. So that's another simple way to, it takes a little bit of front load up front, but it's something that gets done rather quickly if you can get the kids involved or other people involved and you just make an assembly line, so to speak of it. You're done in, you know, 10, 15 minutes doing something like that. And it adds huge value to not only your nutrition, but like I said, it's something that then you're not, they're not rummaging through and trying to find, you know, a snack for them. So it does give a little bit of time back and it makes things feel a little bit more organized in that sense. The other thing is... Buy yourself a shredder. If you don't have a small shredder at home, get one. I had had so much mail that would kind of pile up. And, you know, it's that mail that, you know, it's not as easy, just the junk mail that it's not as easy to toss and throw away. You know, it's kind of like those bills where you're like, do I file it? Do I really need to file it? I don't really need to file it. I'm getting it electronically also. 
but it just continues to pile up. So what I've done is put a shredder just kind of in a place that, you know, isn't too out in the open or anything like that. And then I've changed my location where I put the mail so that I can have a shredder right there. And I do the same thing with like some of the kids' schoolwork and that kind of thing. So it's just has cut down on a lot of the paperwork that I have. And it's so then it doesn't build up right away. There's just a shredder right there and I can easily get things done. So then it's not like, oh, two weeks, three weeks. I have this big pile that then I have to take 40 minutes and I have to go through and I have to sort it and separate it. And, you know, this mail goes in the file. This mail goes in the trash. This actually does need to be shredded. And so if I just bought a shredder and I just shred as much as possible, things that I'm not going to need, and then it's done and I stay on top of it so that that's something that doesn't continue to build. And that's something that so by staying on top of it, it's not building up. I'm not walking by that pile every single day, looking at it, thinking it's getting bigger, or that that's something that I need to do. And that's an extra added stressor to me. So if you can't tell by my personality, when I am not organized, when things are not in order in my professional life, in my work life, in my health, I don't feel very aligned and I feel very out of control. And so these are different things that have helped me get my time back and actually a lot of time, which has helped me then in turn pursue some of those bigger things that I wanted to pursue. For example, this podcast, never would I thought that I would have had the time to add something else to my plate in addition, you know, to running a business, to this COVID-19 happening with everybody at the house again, and just the management of all the kids. And so By doing some of those little things, it has freed up time for me to be able to definitely feel more effective and more efficient. To recap, first thing you need to have in place is a plan. Like I said, I've given you a model if you want to follow that RPM model, and it is in the show notes. You can click the link to my website, and it's located in the podcast section, or come up with your own. Come up with your own way to set yourself up for success for that week. Then prioritize that. What are the things that are the most critical? What are the things that are causing you the most stress, the most anxiety, that if you were to tackle those things first, you would feel so much more accomplished and more energized, even though that the things you might not want to do, they're the things that are actually weighing down on you the most and preventing you to get the other tasks done. So my suggestion is those things that you don't want to do are those things that are going to take up so much of your time. Do that first so that that's done and that you feel more accomplished and then you can accomplish the rest of the task for your day. Another thing is declutterizing and getting organized. You know, whether that's from just cleaning off your desk or organizing things in your closet at home or having your team at work be organized and on task and taking that time to actually spend with them to lead them and plan and coach and teach them on how to do things the way that you want it done. Because if you do that in the long run, it's just going to give you more time back for yourself. And then being effective, being effective with our time, looking at ways that we can assign something to someone else, whether that's at home or whether that's at work. We're looking at those things that are taking up time in our lives that are really unnecessary. And so by actually going back and planning things, it's going to help you categorize and understand why and putting value to what your tasks are. And by putting value and a why to what your tasks are, it's going to give you more clarity 
I would like to end with a quote by Lao Tzu. And Lao Tzu is a Chinese philosopher and writer. And the quote that he has is, time is a created thing. To say I don't have time is to say I don't want to. We must be smarter with our time. We always have time. And it's about our priority with time. So sit down now, right now, when you're done listening, and get organized. Make a plan. Have an amazing week and get that time back that you so deserve. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode of Six Pack. I hope you've enjoyed what you've heard today. Please share this episode with a friend. And if you haven't already, click subscribe. Rate and review the show on your favorite podcast player. Have a beautiful week and tell the important people in your life just how much you care about them. Much love and blessings to you all.